Where does the concept of trust figure in your nursing career and your life? Has your trust been broken? Do you trust in the future? Let's talk all about trust, your nursing career, and your personal life right here on episode 154 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful that you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me for months or years. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that'll get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I want to remind you that you can help other people find this show by leaving a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. If you would do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it, and I will read your review on air and thank you personally. So if you do leave a rating and review, give me a heads up, and I will head over there, read it, and share it with the community. Thank you so much. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along over at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 154. That's nursekeith.com forward slash episode 154. Anyway, as always, I'm thrilled you're here. So let's hop into the studio and talk about today's juicy topic. Come on with me. You may hear that I have a little cold right now, just like I did on episode 153. My apologies. I am still not contagious over the airwaves, so never fear. You don't have to wipe off your iPhone with an alcohol pad. Just feel free to listen. You are safe from my germs. Anyway, I published a blog post on Monday, April 9th, 2018, and it was entitled Nurses moving at the speed of trust. And I wanted to expound and expand upon that blog post because it's a very important one to me. And I wanted to see what you all thought about it. And I wanted to share a little more deeply here on the Nurse Keith Show, episode 154. If you do tune into my Nurse Keith Coaching Facebook page, there was also a Facebook Live on Wednesday, April 11th, talking all about this issue of trust. I shared a little bit personally there. You can head over to facebook.com forward slash Nurse Keith Coaching and watch and listen to that video. This podcast episode will build on the video and on the blog post. There'll be links to both of those in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 154. I decided to write about trust because Honestly, like I shared a little bit on Facebook, I am having some trust issues in my own life. Not to bore you with the gory details, but for me, it's not necessarily trust in people, though that can figure into these sorts of situations. But for me, oftentimes, it's due to anxiety about the future and a lack of trust in the future. That's why on the Facebook Live broadcast the other day, 
I thanked my wife, Mary Reeves, for her indomitable spirit and her ability to hold the trust and walk with the faith in our lives when there are times when I'm not quite able to do so. I really appreciate Mary for that. I love her for that. And her indomitable spirit definitely is one of the things that keeps our family afloat. So my hat's off and my heart to Mary for that over the these last three decades. Anyway, moving right along, I digress. Trust is something that comes up when I think about and talk about our careers. So first of all, like I talked about in the blog post and on Facebook Live, and I want to say more about it now, there's intrinsic trust involved in the nursing journey, just taking your prerequisites, trusting that you're going to get into nursing school. Once you get into nursing school, you're placing your trust in your professors and your preceptors and the clinical folks you're working with and your peers and colleagues to walk that journey with you in a really authentic, powerful, effective way so that you can finish nursing school and come out the other side as an effective clinician, as an effective, well-trained, educated, knowledgeable nurse. So trust is intrinsic to this entire process of becoming a nurse. And it's a great goal. And even as self-doubt makes its way into your life, into your head, and turns you inside out during the course of nursing school when you feel like a complete imposter and you're suffering from that horrible but very common imposter syndrome when you're standing there in your new scrubs and your sneakers and your clipboard and you're staring like a deer in headlights and you have no idea why you're there or why they even trusted you to come and care for patients while you're a nursing student. That comes up for a lot of people. It comes up for a lot of newer nurses who were just out of school or a few years out of school. So the trust in ourselves, the trust in our colleagues, the trust in the process of becoming a nurse is intense. And we really need to exercise that trust in order for us to move through the process of becoming nurses. And I would love to hear some of your stories about what happened for you when you were trusting that process. Was your trust ever violated? Was it difficult in nursing school? Did you feel like you didn't get what you needed? Did you get thrown under the bus? Were people not there for you? Did they not have your back? I would love to hear these stories because it helps inform the way that I look at this and it helps inform the stories I can tell to illustrate the points I'm trying to make in my various channels, blog posts, podcasts, etc. So I mentioned your professors, I mentioned your colleagues in school, I mentioned your preceptors and the clinicians who you work with when you're doing your clinicals during school. And trusting others is a huge part of nursing. I'm sure you would all agree. One reason is that nursing is, like I say in the blog post, collaborative by nature. In most nursing venues, you're going to be working in some sort of collaborative way with other professionals. It might not be other nurses. You might be the only nurse in a particular agency or company, but you're going to be collaborating with somebody. Even if you're a nurse entrepreneur like me, you're going to be collaborating with someone along the way, even if it's not another clinician or another nurse. 
But in general, when we think of nurses, those working in the clinical space, maybe the academic space, research, etc., or even administration or executive positions in nursing, trusting others is so important because there's very little we can get done on our own in those sorts of environments unless we have the trust of others and others have our trust if other people trust us. So the trust is a two-way street or a four-way street. It is something that we cannot escape in the clinical milieu. Now think about your patients. When your patients come to the community health center, when they sign up for home health care or hospice, when they're admitted to your OR, your ER, your step-down unit, your ICU, your telemetry unit, etc., there is an immense amount of trust they're placing in you. They're placing their life in your hands in many, many situations. And you nurses who do trauma, ER, flight nursing, etc., you know that you are sometimes actually holding a patient's life in your hands. That is quite a responsibility. Imagine the trust there. Imagine what you're asking of that patient to give to you for you to be able to be present for them. Imagine the trust it takes for them to allow you to do these invasive things to them, maybe to save their life, to save the life of a family member, etc., And I'm sure many of you have actually been patients or you've had family members or loved ones or friends who've been patients, so you know what that trust is like. If you've been under the knife, like some of us have been, if you've gone to the dentist and had to have intense root canal work done, and I know you don't want me to remind you about that, sorry about that, it is a big ordeal. You are trusting this person with your teeth, with your liver, with whatever it is they happen to be working with you on. And that trust is intrinsic to these relationships and these circumstances. In the blog post, I mentioned the code team rushing in to save a patient and the trust that has to be there between the members of the code team or the flight nurse and his or her team on that helicopter when they leap out of the helicopter to save someone on a mountaintop. What is going on there? How much trust do they have to have between each other? So no matter what the circumstance, trust is there. And if it's not, we're in trouble. When it comes to your nursing career, when it comes to your employment situations, when your trust is broken, that is where I see a lot of nurses feeling broken themselves. When your employer doesn't manage your workplace well, if there's incivility or bullying, if there's aberrant behavior, if there's poor management, if there's terrible nurse-patient ratios, if policies and procedures aren't adhered to, if there's a terrible hierarchical system between the physicians and the nurses and things are contentious, that is where nurses' trust can feel broken. When they feel like they can't use the restroom, they can't eat, they can't drink and hydrate. They can't get time off. They have too many patients. That's where nurses are stretched to the limit and where their trust gets broken and the promises are broken that nursing was going to be 
the time of their lives, that it was going to be a wonderful profession where they could give back to the community and give back to others and do great work in the world. So when we're faced with these terrible situations, and I know many of you are very sadly, then our trust is violated and we no longer feel that we're valued. We no longer feel that we can do the work that we need to do, that we were called to do. So if your nurse's heart has been broken, I would like to know about it. Mine has been broken before quite a few times in the workplace. I experienced burnout back in the day, like I've talked about in the past. And even in recent positions in the last few years, I have had my heart broken in various ways. So, you know, if you're a scapegoat, if you're a target, if you've been demoralized, denigrated, put down, or otherwise treated poorly, then you're going to feel belittled. You're going to feel like your value, your worth has diminished, and you're not going to feel like you can actually do the work that you were meant to do. There are those nurse martyrs out there. Some of you know them who just put their noses to the grindstone, do whatever it takes. They don't care what it's going to do to themselves. And that kind of masochism can cause lots of problems too. Eventually resentment and burnout will result. So just trying to get by when your trust has been violated, when your trust has been broken and your heart's not in it anymore, that doesn't work, my friends. It doesn't work and you need to change your tune and you need to change the way you're approaching your career. So let's talk a little bit about your personal life. I don't really talk about this much in the blog post, although I did allude to it a little bit in the Facebook live session that I mentioned. So in your personal life, as a professional nurse, as a hardworking healthcare professional, there's a lot of trust that actually you need present in your life outside of the workplace so that your life can feel well-rounded and healthy and safe. You have trust in your family members. If you have a spouse or a significant other, your children, your parents, your neighbors, your community, and I call the coaching that I do, the career coaching, I call it holistic career coaching because we can't necessarily just look at what's happening in your professional life. Sure, we can fix up your resume, we can buff up your LinkedIn profile, we can do all these other things. All of the tools in your career toolbox can be fixed up and sharpened and buffed and oiled and ready to roll. But if at home, in your personal life, if things are not going well, if your trust has been broken at home, that is going to impact your ability to be present in your work. Don't you agree? So let's say, like someone who contacted me not that long ago, their spouse left them for another person. And that was a really painful thing. And that painful leave-taking and separation and eventual divorce really weighed on this person's heart, really impacted their ability to show up at work and be present when their life was in a mess outside of the workplace, how could they really be there and be fully present at work when their home life was really quite a disaster and quite an example of broken trust and pain and difficulty in one's personal life. That's why in holistic career coaching and when we're evaluating a life, your life, from a holistic perspective, we need to look at 
your emotional well-being, your relational well-being, your spiritual health, your physical health, and also your occupational health in terms of how you feel about your work, how your work impacts you on all of those different levels, and how your psychological well-being is being tended in your life. I've mentioned before here on this podcast, and I'll probably mention it many times more, that sometimes counseling or psychotherapy or spiritual guidance from a faith leader is very important because there's stuff you just need to heal. And if you can get that stuff healed, if you can get that stuff corralled in, taken care of, assuaged or otherwise mitigated, that misery or pain that you're experiencing outside there in your life can actually help you be more fulfilled in your work. And then by turn, your work will help you be more fulfilled outside of the workplace. So I want to cajole you. I want to really implore you to consider the ways in which trust figures in your life, trust in your loved ones, trust in the people around you at home, trust in the people around you at work, trust in the powers that be, and even trust in the system itself. You see, in these very contentious times, I'm recording this in April of 2018, politically, at least here in the United States, things are pretty topsy-turvy and crazy right now. A lot of people feel unsafe. A lot of people feel that the country has taken a turn that they are not very happy with. And that lack of sense of safety, of trust in the overarching system that protects us and keeps us safe and keeps us feeling that we're on solid ground in our hometown, in our home state, in our country, that can impact how we feel at home, that can impact how we feel at work. And also we have to think about the ways in which that affects the economy, that affects jobs, that affects wages, cost of living. You could extrapolate this out in so many ways. So you can see how this little tiny, tiny issue of trust can be blown up into something quite big, quite all-encompassing, that can impact every single aspect of your life. And I'm not meaning to scare you or frighten you or cause you concern. What I'm trying to do here is to have you, dear listener, look at your life in this holistic way. Use this type of perspective, this looking glass, this magnifying glass that I'm handing you, that this prism through which you can look and say, oh, okay, Here's a way that my trust has been broken. Here's a way that my trust has actually been solidified. Here's a colleague who's always there for me and has my back. There's the manager who I know I can always turn to in times of trouble and she will be there for me no matter what. Or here is the person in my life at home who I can call after a shift and say, you know what, I had a really hard day. Can we chat and have coffee tomorrow? Those are the trusting relationships and the moments of magic in your life that can turn the tables, that can move the needle for you in a positive direction. And that's what I want to make sure we drive home today is that this can be turned around.
Now, if you're working in a very negative workplace where bullying and incivility and all sorts of aberrant behavior are common, you might just need to abandon ship, grab a parachute, jump out, and find a new job. And we can talk about how to do that if you want to give me a ring or send me an email. However, sometimes there are ways to salvage our workplace breaches of trust if we are able to address them in really functional, effective ways. If there's someone with whom you have a negative relationship at work, there might be a way to ask for mediation or maybe mediate the situation yourself and turn that relationship around into maybe a really supportive, trusting relationship. The same at home. If you're having trouble in your marriage, it might be time for marriage counseling to try to turn things around so that you feel better about it. You might want to go into counseling or psychotherapy yourself to work out some issues that are rising up and bubbling up in hot home or at work. So there's plenty of personal work you can do, whether it's coaching, counseling, or journaling, or anything it is that moves the needle for you and helps you to feel that you are taking positive steps in the right direction. So Speaking of the right direction, let's talk about trust in the future. This is something I have been struggling with personally. I'm not going to go into details again, but certain aspects of my life, what I've been struggling with is this ability to let go, to not be worried about the future before it happens, staying in the present and not projecting my fear into the future and causing myself unnecessary worry angst, and anxiety. So I'm sharing this with you because a lot of you may share these types of personality characteristics with me. I've always been a little bit of a worrier. So that is one of my growing edges. And I'm sharing it with you here because I want you to know that I am not speaking from a place where I feel like I'm the expert, that I trust in everything, that everything goes great for me, and that I have nothing to worry about. No, I've got my issues and I continue to work on them here in my 50s because it still needs to be healed and I've got many years left on this planet, I imagine, and I want to be able to live the best life I possibly can. So I keep doing the deep work I need to do on myself to be able to get there. So trusting in the future means trusting in your social life, in your family, in your health. It means trusting that you can choose the right job, the right group of colleagues to take you where you want to go in your career. It means you can trust in the coach or counselor or therapist you're working with to guide you in the direction you want to go, or the doctor or nurse practitioner who's helping you improve your health, or the nutritionist or the physical therapist, whoever you've enlisted in your life to be there for you, to help you move forward, to help you make the right decisions and do the right thing. That is just so, so important. So yes, the future's unwritten. We can project all sorts of stuff onto the future. I do it all the time. I do it every day, and a lot of you probably do too, but we don't need to, and it's something to learn. What you want to project onto your future of your career is that you can make good choices, that you can build the skills you want, you can develop the expertise that you want to develop, that you can learn to do the things you want to do, that you can get the education, do the seminars, go to the conferences, get the CEUs, get whatever it is you want to move your career 
in the positive place that you want it to be or to the positive place where you want to be. So yes, nothing certain. Maybe death and taxes are the two things that many of us think are certain. Woody Allen once said that he's not afraid of death. He just doesn't want to be there when it happens. So, you know, good old Woody. So whatever it is, whatever uncertainty is coming up for you, that uncertainty is probably connected in some way to the notion, to the concept, to the idea of trust. Some of you might call it faith. Some people think trust and faith are kind of the same. Some people think they're quite different. Faith has a little bit of a religious or spiritual overtone, so some people aren't drawn to that term. But if we look at trust, if we look at trust as that intrinsic magic that happens in every aspect of our life, that is the thing we need to develop. And that is what I like to instill in you, my listeners, my clients, the people who reach out to me, because trust is what is going to make you reach for the future that you want. So you need to trust yourself to make the right decisions. You need to trust yourself and your intuition, that powerful, powerful nurse's intuition that you've honed over the years. So I just want to impress upon you that if you can find the people and the places where trust is intrinsic in your life, where you can lean into and trust in the trust, that will take you so very far. And again, if you need me to lean in with you, I am here. You can reach out to me. We can have a chat and I can help point you where you need to go. So folks, there you have it. Thanks for trusting in me and hanging in till the end of this podcast episode. Thanks for being here with me on the Nurse Keith Show, episode 154. Again, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 154. I hope you feel uplifted. I hope you feel empowered. I hope maybe you feel a little more trusting. And I want you to keep taking inspired action every day in the interest of your personal wellness, your career, and that ability to trust in the magic of life. And remember that I'm on Facebook Live pretty much every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Join me for those live conversations or tune in after at Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook to watch the videos. They are all archived just for you. And if you want to become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show, I would appreciate it so much. You can join my pal Bradley Sandoval, who became a patron late last year and has been supporting the Nurse Keith show every month with a small donation through patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. Man, if you want to give just a little bit every month, it helps support the show, helps support the production and promotion, helps me reach more people, helps me place Facebook ads, and gets this show out there to more people. So patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith, you could get some free coaching, you could get a free book, I'll send you postcards from Santa Fe. Check out patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith and see about supporting the Nurse Keith Show. So this show is edited and produced by the incredible and wonderful Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com. My eternal thanks to Tim and his team for their awesome shepherding of the show. Speaking of shepherding, social media and promotion are handled by the wonderful and capable Mark Cappy Spieson. 
Sign up for our newsletter at nursekeith.com. Leave that rating and review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Head over to Amazon. Check out my book, Savvy Networking for Nurses and Aspire to be Inspired. Stay positive. Care for yourself. Take those inspired actions in the interest of your career and your personal life. And keep tuning again as we explore how to make your nursing career and your life more satisfying and trusting than you ever imagined possible. Be well, dig deep, stay curious, create success, seek joy, and keep in touch with me, Nurse Keith, here in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Adios till next time. Bye-bye.